0: Welcome to the Other Half of FIFO Life podcast. Join me on this awesome journey as we explore what FIFO life looks like for the partners and families at home. In this positive space, no topics are off limits as we chat to experts in their field as well as the average person living their best other half of FIFO life. Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about everything, habits, and routine in this crazy FIFO lifestyle we live. The reason why I wanted to talk about habits and routine at this time of the year is one, we are rolling really quickly into Christmas. And It is easy to slide out of what habits and and good habits and good routine we have at the moment. And so I want to bring it to front of mind so that you can keep that consistency up. And then I know more than ever from working in the PT space how many people get into or close to new year's and want to make some big shifts in their life and use this as a um a trigger to start that but unfortunately unless you understand the psychology around making and breaking habits um and creating a routine so therefore it's consistent and therefore you get the results then So many people start and they may be able to keep going for a week, two weeks, three weeks. If you're really strong, you may be able to keep it up for four weeks, um, but eventually let it slide and then we get into close to Easter and you've let it all go. Any idea of, of making those positive changes you want to. So, Let's start with breaking down some of the psychology in um making and breaking habits. And I'm also going to go in and really talk about how FIFO can put a spin um, on making habits and a good routine. So, first of all, it's really, really important that whatever you start, whatever you are thinking about starting to do that you start simple. So unlike a lot of things that you're sold, um, a lot of um, programs that you're sold, a lot of things you're told, um, don't try and start exercising and eating healthy and um, creating a structure in your house um, of, of amazing routine that you're going to start doing And just throwing yourself in and trying to do all of it straight away because that is setting yourself up for six. Um, sorry, that is setting yourself up for fail if you aren't, um, putting a good foundation to then build this new habit and a new routine. So, what does that look like? So, I'm going to stick in the um self care um habits one because. That's quite often what people are starting to think about around um, New Year and that it's also something that a lot of people um, put on the back burner when things get busy, their own self-care. So we're going to work, uh, We go, I'm going to talk about creating a healthy routine, a healthy habit around um, prioritising your self-care. Now, if this is exactly the habit and routine that you were wanting to start doing, I will put in the show notes um, my free seven-day Kickstarter to self-care. It's um, for seven days, you will receive an email with a very simple um, self-care activity to add into your day. Now, You are not going to need any extra time to add this activity to your day. You are going to add it to something that you already do. And it is going to be very simple and very easy. So why why I created it this way is exactly what I'm talking about. You want something really simple. Ultimately, we have a primal brain. So if something takes extra energy, meaning extra fuel, then it is harder to maintain. Um, And that's why our brain creates habits so that we don't have to think about it. So an example of that is you don't get up in the morning and go, oh, I have to brush my teeth. It's going to be so hard. You don't do that because it is in your unconscious mind as a habit that you do without even thinking. Now, when you build in a habit, you do it effortlessly and your brain creates a, um, a consistent routine for you so that you don't have to use extra energy to think about that you're going to do it. The same with making yourself a coffee, um, making breakfast, even um, for people that exercise regularly, they don't have to put in that mental load in their day of thinking, oh, I have to go and do it because it's just something they do. Now, us as humans haven't, from the beginning of time, we haven't brushed our teeth. This was something that was marketed to us by, a I believe, a toothpaste company um, and then they talked, although they weren't um, probably fully aware that they were doing this, they talked about building a habit into something you already do. Um And now look, just about everybody around the world brushes their teeth once to twice a day and doesn't even think about it. So when you are looking at adding a habit, think about how easily and effortlessly you brush your teeth and then think about, okay, well, I need to start simple. I need to start small and I need to start easy. So let's say, let's just start with something like stretching. If you want to start to move more, don't decide you're gonna go out for a 10K run and don't get me wrong, I've done this. Oh yeah, I wanna get back into running. Right, tomorrow I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do 10Ks. Yeah, awesome. And I get up and even if I've still got the energy of the momentum, which this is quite common around sort of the new years, maybe you get yourself a gym membership and start a program and you're really excited. But if it's big, I head out, I go and run that 10Ks, I get 3Ks in and go, oh, my goodness, um, I haven't run in ages. Why am I doing this? It is hard. How am I going to get to the end of the 10Ks? I'm already out there, so I get the 10Ks done. But can you, you, and I'm sure you can, imagine that setting myself that bigger goal out of the blocks, the first thing I do, what often happens if you're not aware and not um able to reprogram your thinking is, God damn, that was hard. <laughs> oh, I'm so sore. Oh, I'm tired. It was so much harder than I remember it being. And so what happens tomorrow morning when I when I think about getting up and going and do doing that run? God damn, it takes a lot of energy. So that is when even if I force myself to do it for a second day or a third day, how long do you think I'm going to maintain that habit? I'm not, but if I started by going, okay, well, I'm just going to get up tomorrow morning. I'm going to set that alarm a little bit earlier. I'm going to get used to setting that alarm a little bit earlier, and I'm going to do some stretches, that simple stretch, start getting my body ready for running. Um, and I do that for one or two weeks, after one or two weeks, the habit of getting up early is set. So that bit's done, my body is in a better place because I have done stretching and primed it. And then I go, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do two Ks. And I'm going to get through that two Ks really easy because I've run before, so I know that's going to be easy. I've already got the habit of getting up early and moving my body and then so on and so on. You can see how starting simple, creating an easy routine that doesn't take too much mental load and use too much energy, I can start. So whatever yours um, that you want to start, just think about breaking the steps down and just start with the first couple of steps and then start to build on it. Depending on what you um, want to do, um, habit stacking is the next best key to creating a lasting habit that uses little energy. So once again, using little energy means that we're more likely to stick to it because our brain's not going, oh, this is hard work. Um, so habit stacking, for example, say you want to start moving more, you might just start off when I brush my teeth, which is something you already do, I do squats. So you brush your teeth for twice a day for say, I don't know, a minute or two, without even realising it, you could probably get 60 squats in in a day. And all you've done is just move while you're brushing your teeth. So you can see by habit stacking, if I said to you, right, you're going to start doing 60 squats a day, you're like, okay, okay, I'm going to have to get up earlier because 60 squats a day, or if I did that all at once, maybe I need to set aside an extra half an hour, Um, I've got to set my alarm earlier and I've got to do this, you know, 60 squats in a row that can seem massive, but it's not so massive when it's like, okay, let go of all the idea of you've got to set the alarm earlier. You've got to, um, do 60 squats in a row. Just all you're starting is I'm going to squat while I brush my teeth. That's simple. That's easy. So habit stacking. Um, in the, um, Kickstarter seven day self-care challenge, which I mentioned before in the show notes, one of them is being more mindful. So lots of people think, okay, yeah, I want to be more mindful. I want to be more in control of, um, my thinking and, and, and processing of things. So I'm going to meditate which is fantastic. Everybody absolutely should meditate. But how you do it and when you do it, if you've never done it before, can be really important in creating that consistency. So if you've never meditated before, the idea of once again, setting that alarm earlier and meditating for 20 minutes is a massive leap from not meditating at all. So what it might look like is I'm going to get to work 10 minutes earlier this morning I turn off the engine, put on some meditation music from Spotify, and I'm just going to just sit and listen and focus on my breathing. That's all I'm going to do, 10 minutes, and I'm going to go on my day. So your habit stacking is when you arrive at work, you meditate for 10 minutes, not overcomplicating it, just listening to some calming music and breathing. And once you start doing this, you can go, oh, I I find that really easy and I enjoy it. Maybe I'll get to work 15 minutes before. Or maybe I'm ready to set my alarm and do it as soon as I get up um, because it's something I really enjoy and it doesn't feel like an effort. So you can see why starting simple and habit stacking is the key to getting started and then creating the consistency. The next thing that you want to consider is building consistency that works for you now this is where when I work with BIFO partners compared to other people this is where it is really important to understand that your consistency your routines may look different to other people so if you have kids at school and you work a nine to five job, maybe your consistency is fairly similar to your friends or family who aren't in FIFO. And so it's not that big a leap to um, create that consistency. You're getting up nine to five, Monday to Friday anyway, your kids are going off to school, you can set the alarm a bit earlier. But in reality, a lot of us we have a routine when our partners are home and we have a routine when our partners are away. And so sitting down and looking at how these habits that you want to create are going to work in with when your partner's home, when your partner's away. So for me, um, I work for myself. So I work at home most of the time. I um, homeschool my son and my daughter isn't at school yet. So when like I don't have that going out the door so some days I might be out all day with appointments and and doing other things for family and doing things work and then other days I'm at home so I don't necessarily have that right everyone's got to be out of the door by 8:30 so I don't necessarily then create a routine that fits in with that structure every single day um but I still have a when my partner's home and when my partner's away routine when my partner's away, I'm doing the lot. So I um, get up earlier so that I can get my morning routine in before the kids wake up um, and then start my day. Whereas when my partner's home, I can get up a little bit later, recover from getting up earlier for the two weeks that he was away, and then I can go into my gym and... um do a longer routine, I can work out longer, I can do a longer meditation. Um, and then I can come out of the door back into the family at eight o'clock in the morning. Now I definitely couldn't do that if my husband wasn't there doing breakfast and all those things. So sit down when you are looking at the routine and habits that you're going to create and go, what does it look like when my partner's at home? And what does it look like when my partner's away? Now, if you are creating a routine and you aren't used to creating a routine, then I recommend that you start by creating one that is going to work when your husband is home, or sorry, when your partner is home or when your partner is away. So what do I mean by that? As I said before, I've got two routines that I swap back and forth to when my husband's home, when my husband's away. But I have been doing this routine for some time before I modified it to FIFO lifestyle. Whereas if you're creating a routine of getting up and being active in the morning, you're like, okay, I just need to be consistent every single day whether my partner's home or not. Then you need to have a look about, look at it and go, okay, I need to set my alarm earlier every single day whether my partner's home or not. Or after work, I go to the gym before I get home, whether my partner's home or not. So then this is the other thing that as FIFO partners we need to consider is making sure you're having this communication with your partner. So if you're getting up early when they're away and you're going and working out or whatever you're doing, you're stretching, meditating, whatever you're doing, um, And then they come home, and they're like, "Oh well, but we used to lay in and have that time together, and now you're bouncing out of bed, and and I don't get to spend that time with you." So, so that your um, habit lasts and 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 is consistent, make sure you are discussing it with your partner. You know, if you need to talk about what your goals are and, and why you're doing it and what you want to get out of it so that they understand as well, then have that conversation so that you have someone supporting you, not somebody that resents what you're doing because how it affects them. So after you have um, started simple, looked at habit stacking, built a routine that fits your lifestyle and how that'll look. The next thing you want to do is make sure what you are creating is in line with your values. Now, I know for some people, this sounds a little bit funny, but I, before kids, I was um, exercising twice a day, um, eating really, I was really strict with my eating. Um, I would easily happily spend two hours at the gym when I had a family although I loved doing that it was more important to me to spend that time particularly in the morning when I used to exercise is to spend that time with my family um, doing the breakfast and, and cuddling on the couch when they first wake up. So if that is my value and that family time If I then decided, right, you know, I'm going to get really strict, I'm going to go back to exercising two hours in the morning, you know, as soon as I get up, I'm not going to be consistent because it clashes with a value of mine. So this is also what you see a lot when people um, decide to make a uh, healthy uh, nutrition change. And yet then every Friday and Saturday, they want to go out and party with their friends and drink copious amounts of alcohol and eat fast food. If if your friendships um, are centered around those things, then you need to ask yourself two questions. What is more important to you, that time with your friends or your goals? Um, Or can you have that interaction with your friends in a different way? Can it look different? Um, And this is also where, on the flip side, you may need to look at your goals. I've worked um, as a personal trainer with lots of young people that had really ambitious goals about where they wanted to take their health and fitness but absolutely, without a doubt, weren't prepared to give up their partying. And, you know, you have to have that honest conversation with yourself. What is more important to you? Um, neither is wrong if you want to have that time in your life where you're partying spending time with your friends or if you want to step away from that and really focus on your health and fitness that's okay too but be realistic because you're so often particularly us women that um can beat ourselves up when we don't achieve things that we want to men can as well don't get me wrong (laughs) um but Setting yourself a goal that clashes with your values sets you up to fail and then can come the disappointment. Now, this could be a business goal. This could be a relationship goal. It doesn't necessarily have to be health and fitness. But you can understand that if you don't align the two, it makes it much, much harder to be consistent. And the final ticker that will make the difference whether you will achieve your goals or not is what beliefs do you have around your goals so I before oh we're talking probably over 10 years now I've always been an active person but I certainly wasn't um going to the gym on a daily basis and so what I believed about myself was I wasn't a gym junkie I wasn't somebody that that um uh was really conscious of my nutrition and so I wasn't then necessarily living my life like that because it wasn't something I believed about myself over time as I created that consistency I am somebody that prioritizes my physical and mental health and I take the actions that aligns with that. I believe that about myself. So therefore it's easy for me to take the actions. You want to work out whether you have any beliefs that don't align with your goals. So say you have a um, business goal. You want to start a business, but what are the buts? but I don't have enough money, but I don't have enough time, but it won't work because everybody's in that market. Um, You know, if you have a health and fitness goal, I want to exercise, but I'm always tired in the morning, but I don't have time, but it's too far to the gym, but I had a really busy day at work. All of these buts are actually your limiting beliefs And we can shift these in a couple of different ways. So absolutely, when I'm working one-on-one with hypnotherapy um, and other techniques, we go straight to where those beliefs are, we shift them from the unconscious mind and and they're gone. But you can do this in other ways as well. The best um, recommendation I have for people is think about your goal and ask yourself, is this achievable? And then notice what pops up because for some people, undoubtedly, no matter what, that's where I'm going. No questions, that's where I'm going. When you believe it like that, there is no doubt that's where you're going. Will it happen in three months' time, six months' time, 12 months' time? Whatever, that is going. That is where you are going. But if when you ask yourself, that's my goal and that's where I'm going, and something pops in your head like, Oh, yeah, but I've done this before and I haven't achieved it. That's a limiting belief right there. You think because you've tried this before and it didn't work, it means this this time it's not going to work again. Write that down. If something pops in your head, like that's my goal and I really want to achieve it, but I don't have enough time. Write that down. So just sit and write down all the buts, all the reasons why you can't achieve it. Now I know <laughs> If you are listening to this and you have um, listened to me before talk about how important it is to focus on where you're going, the idea of sitting down and writing all the reasons why you aren't going to achieve it seems a little bit counterproductive. But bear with me. What I then want you to do is get your pen and paper and write down the, the limiting beliefs in the opposite. So I want you to write down, I don't have enough time. I want you to write down, I will make time and then write down where you're going to make that time. Um, For I've done this before and haven't succeeded, you can write, yes, I've done it before, but this time is going to be different because, because it now aligns with my values, because I'm habit stacking, because I'm starting simple. And therefore you're giving yourself the evidence of why that limiting belief isn't true. So go along and do, write down all the limiting beliefs you have, then write down the opposite them, opposite to them and write down why they are the opposite. So why um, you do have time and you have time because you're going to make time and you're going to make time between 9 and 9.30. So that not only uh, can you see that you have time, but you can also, you're also writing down the actions of why you have time. So, like I said, we are focusing on keeping it simple. We are creating habit stacking. So it's um, a new habit next to an already existing habit, habit. You are building the consistency that fits into your lifestyle, not what someone else tells you they do or has worked for them. What is consistent in your lifestyle that you can keep doing regardless of whether your partner is home or away? look and make sure whether your goals actually align with your values because if they don't at some point in time you aren't going to be you aren't going to stick with that goal and then the last one work out what limiting beliefs you have that you're going to shift past so that they don't derail you and self-sabotage further down the track um it like I said In the show notes is a link to seven-day self-care challenge. You'll get an email for seven days. Now, these emails have so few words in them and so few actions, it seems ridiculous that I've even sent them. But they, I promise you, will start to make that shift. It will start to get your mind in the right place and it will start to Um, you will start to prioritise your self-care. At the end of the seven days, if you choose to do the challenge, at the end of the seven days, I challenge you a next step to think about now you've introduced these little habits. What are you going to add in there that is going to help you achieve your goals? So what are you going to continue to build on your habits um, to help you reach your goal. The seven days is just a little starter. The rest you're going to create and tailor to yourself. Thank you so much for listening today. If you um, are ready to take that next step and really jump ahead in getting rid of your limiting beliefs and really taking control over your FIFO life, then DM me and we can have a chat about, um, connecting and what method is going to be best for you. Um, if you haven't already, and you want to become a part of the FIFO mind and body Facebook page, I will put, sorry, Facebook group, I will put the link in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye.